0: Welcome everyone to LPO Talks is the first episode. Thank you for being uh online right now. About about 10 people live. Thank you. Uh we have a guest of honor today. I think uh, uh can call him a good friend, also a colleague, uh, the voice um to me of Orlando City, uh, in, in espanol, Sergio Ruiz Torres. We're gonna be talking to him regarding uh, you know, he, his life, you know, soccer, you know, some football, you know, we're going to talk about some, you know, past, present and, and what's coming in his career um, coming up uh, Apple TV deal. Uh, I think everyone in the community has been static of those news, having a familiar voice that they've heard uh, throughout uh, many years, uh, be part of something that it's huge. So uh, thank you for everyone that is listening as well on Spotify and Apple podcast this is uh, going to be played and his contact info, his Instagram will be on there also in the description. Make sure to check out our um, our um, social media outlets and our links right there in the description of both Spotify and Apple podcast. So thank you so much for being with us. And uh, if you are live right now on YouTube and on Facebook, uh, drop us a comment and we'll read it live to Sergio as well. Sergio, how are you, my friend? Uh, good to have you. Uh, welcome, and uh, you know, very proud of, uh, of your accomplishments, my friend.
1: To be here with you. Uh, one advice, please, everybody, add the subtitles because I'm learning and practice my English. But it's great to be here, and I'm the first in, in, in this special part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm 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 happy to to have you. So, if if you stumble upon I can translate, that's not a problem. So, Mark Rodriguez uh, drops us a comment saying, uh, "Saludos, Luis y Sergio." How are you doing, my friend? Bienvenido, Mark. Gracias. This is uh, Chad Elders. It says, "A uh, uh, nice pick, my friend." It says, "How do you share Apple TV stuff with your buddies?" I heard it was up to five people. <laughs> Jeez. All right, we'll go from there. All right. Well, so thank you so much. Um, now, I want to say LPO Latin and Proud Orlando will be live at 830 as well. This is a 35 minute talk. Uh, that uh, So I wanted to thank Sergio for his time as well. So let's just dive in. So Sergio, you are from Venezuela, right? And, uh, you know, typically Venezuela is known for, uh, you know, some of the most beautiful women in the world. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Miss Universe, like back to back seven times, seven times. Right. And then baseball. Right. Uh, Baseball as well. And I will say, and this is me also being South American the last, I will say, 30 years. It's been Venezuelan soccer has been on the on the rise and on the rise and an up and up on the up and up. um, I will say, yeah, a, a, about 30 years. So um, how do you, you know, living in Venezuela, you know, you, you grew up there. How, how do you arrive in the United States?
1: Well, um, I left Venezuela in 2014. Uh, I was a VP of news of a major media group Uh three newspapers, three radio stations, and one TV station. And I received threat from the government. Uh, They told me, uh, we are going to kill you. And then I I, I told to my wife, it's time to go and (laughs) and run to to the United States. Yeah, I'm here by asylum. It's the the way to to stay here at, at the start. And I'm happy to to be in this great country that gives me the opportunity to grow and to work like a journalist.
0: No, and, and that's right. And, uh, you know, touching back to, to, you know, every immigrant has a story to tell, right? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, not a lot of people that, like, for example, my parents, you know, like they came, my mom is an accountant and my dad is a fi- finance type of guy, you know, But when they came here, they had to start from scratch, right? Not a lot of people Mm -hmm. have the luxury and and the chances to 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 do their work and excel like you do it like here, right? And uh, you know, I think that's you know, God has blessed you for that. And and I'm I'm so happy to hear that. But you were commentator in Venezuela, so you were actually commentator, narrator of of different matches in the Venezuelan uh, league. Um, do you know what team uh, did you did you cover? Because uh... Uh,
1: The name is Mineros de Guayana. Uh, Guayana City is a place in South Venezuela. It's the same state that the Waterfall Angel. Mm-hmm. Do you know the Angel Fall?
0: It's, a, mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's in the same state, uh, Guayana City. Oh, and nice. the, the local team is Mineros. Uh, has around 40 years in the first division of the Venezuelan league
0: oh wow mm-hmm. and uh how was that experience uh if you can draw back uh you know your 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 time there uh and and how football uh for you um you know how do you get it how, how do you get into football right and in, into soccer specifically and uh what are some of the difference that you see uh here on how we do journalism here or how do you um, handle the games here, specifically?
1: Well, uh, I was a play-by-play announcer since the elementary school, when my when my friends uh, was playing and I'm playing the role of play-by-play. Um, it's very different because Venezuela is a difficult country, Right now, and, and then too. Um, soccer in Venezuela is, is very different. The, the teams always have uh, financial problems. Uh, many are managed by people from the government. So they play, for example, in one season, and in the next season, they change their name or just disappear. This is oh, wow. very difficult. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, here we talk about how Venezuelan football is growing tremendously and you can see it now uh in La Liga. Uh, Darwin Machis, he's playing in Kyle Valladolid. Yeah. yeah, I know. They're like mm-hmm. best buds now. So yeah. and um how do you how do you see you know this um the growth of the MLS specifically? You know, you've been covering Orlando since its inception, since the beginning of their MLS, when they said Orlando's coming into the MLS 2015, how how have you seen the growth from the league uh, up till now? And is it true? uh, Do you believe that it's true that in South America, everything is better because you get that a lot, you know, especially me when I cover, let's say Peru, they tell me, Oh no, the MLS, you know, you go to retire there. Like, You've seen the growth, so uh, if you can tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, the the problem is uh, everybody, especially in in South America, uh, are thinking that it's the same league that we have in the beginning, uh, 1994, for example. Yes, in 1994, uh, we had the pleasure to see here uh, historic players like Cabo Valderrama, Uh, Diablo Cheverri from Bolivia uh, a lot of of great players but right now it's not the same league Uh, if you see the numbers uh, the MLS was the second league to support players to Europe in, 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 in this transfer window this is big because the new bridge to make the trip to Europe it's United States, it's not Argentina, it's not Mexico. It's
0: not it's Mexico. Not, uh, uh,
1: Brazil is the is the is the first name in the list.
0: Right, because they have the money. The too. Top of the
1: yes, Brazil. And then is the MLS. And you can see the, the the new players arriving to the league. Uh, for example, Facundo Torres, uh César Araújo, Tiago uh, Almada, Tiago Almada, Ezequiel
0: Barco in a moment, and copetti
1: guys with
0: uh, 22, 23 years. So young. Yeah, and, and I want to say, and I want to add to what he says too. Uh, I mean, Enzo Copetti has been targeted by major European teams. But again, you, you know, some some players, I mean, there's not a lot, and, and, and South Americans do not understand this, there's not a lot of investment in the sports anymore down, down south. There's not vale. a lot of, unless you're a Brazil, uh, there's the, nobody's investing in soccer down down south. At least I can say for Peru. I don't know about Venezuela.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the same, yes. and and everybody saw here, uh, for example, uh, Miguel Almiron, uh going to Newcastle in the Premier League, and I think players like Facundo Torres, for example, I think it's the last year of Facundo here in the United States. I, 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 yeah. I can see, uh, I can see Facundo in the future. Playing for a major team in England or Spain or Italy, yeah, and and, and, and this is the new path for for every player that uh, has the dream to play in Europe.
0: And not only that, but they they give you the tools. Like I mean, if you follow the process, and they give you the tools, the the tools that no other country can give you, because the only thing you got to do is just play, and eat Mm -hmm. well, and just Mm -hmm. do what your coach says you do. Like it's the easiest thing they put they put everything else English teacher, they do everything else translating i mean they help you out with everything so I've never seen and, that
1: and there was the worst the uh the most important thing uh concentrating play Yeah, uh, and no more
0: that's right so let's uh go a little forward and, and trace a little back here actually uh telemundo right? Uh, you, you arrived to Telemundo. How did you arrive to Telemundo? <laughs> I mean, was it, you know, was it an uh, an odyssey? You know, because, I mean, when you hear Telemundo, I mean, you're talking about right here, right? I mean, Telemundo a, is a big name in, in TV, yeah. I, I think worldwide. I mean, uh, so h- how do you arrive to Telemundo and, uh, you know, how do you get to work with, with, with Orlando City eventually?
1: Okay, first Telemundo, I start in Telemundo in 2017. Uh, I was a guest to talk about MLS and soccer worldwide. Uh, And then I get a position like a freelance reporter, uh, reporting, uh, not sports, reporting uh, every news in the city in in Orlando. So NBC bought the, the station and because of my experience in Venezuela, I end up being a news producer for Telemundo. And it was my, my position uh, at Telemundo for the last five years. Until uh, three weeks ago, I was a, a news producer for Telemundo.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know... And I Orlando think,
1: City, the, the the other part of the question. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I came to Orlando City in 2014. I was working as a sports anchor at uh, the, the local Univision station. I I remember that Lenny Santiago, do you know uh, sí. Lenny Santiago? Right, Lenny yeah. Santiago was uh, it's a great friend. Uh, uh, was the VP of communication for Orlando City. Uh, he was with Kaka for an interview in, wow. in Univision. Yeah. Uh, Kaka uh, was the first great name in, in Orlando City yeah. history. And uh, I simply asked him, Lenny, if uh, they need people for the Spanish broadcast. And he told me, we are just looking and we're not, we find.
0: Oh, and so they haven't found my, anybody.
1: <laughs> yes, my older word. Okay, here I am, <laughs> and
0: that's That's right. And yeah. then 15 years later, right? Yeah, that's 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 great. I mean, I'm I'm happy for that. So, mm-hmm. truthfully, before you even knowing about the existence of Orlando City, right? Now, t- today, February the sixth at five seventeen p.m. What does Orlando City mean to you?
1: Oh wow, Orlando City is is the thing of my life (laughs) now. (laughs) It's a a special Orlando, have a a special part of of my heart. Um, Eight years broadcasting every game of Orlando City, Uh, almost 260 games.
0: Wow. uh,
1: Living, suffering, love.
0: I was your neighbor right there. I remember when they used to put me in the, in the room right next to you with uh, uh, the, the other gentleman, Ismael.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. right. And then I would say, hi, how are you doing? And I would recognize, because I would recognize you. Uh, yeah, obviously, you're the voice of Orlando City. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it was just very surreal the first time I actually came into the club. But we'll talk about that later. But, you know, so Orlando City does mean a lot to you.
1: A lot, a lot. Uh, for example, during the pandemic um, 2020, uh, difficult year for everybody.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: the, the MLS stopped no games and no nothing. Do, do you remember uh, around four or five months without games. Uh, 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 it's a problem for, for everybody and Orlando never stopped to pay me without games. Wow. That's that's awesome. That's very big for my family in, in, in those difficult times with the pandemic. That, that was Orlando do for me. Is that's the, un- best I mean... the best gesture. I mean, the uh, best gesture. I want to send a special thanks to uh, Marco Perez, my boss in Orlando City. Uh, first, the the family will because Mm. it's uh it's very big for for somebody in that situation uh continue to receive payment
0: (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i mean i mean businesses and and companies don't have to do it but you know uh i think the pandemic affected so many people me included also i will say on a personal level it was some of the worst times and I, I will say that and honestly, just like you, I mean, to me it was more emotionally. I mean, I, I got very heavily attached to Orlando on a level that I never thought I was gonna get attached to in, in the part of getting the the, the chance and I wanna mm-hmm. thank Alonso if he's watching, think Alonso to to give me the chance to to cover Orlando. And uh, those times were tough for me, at least, too. So, I mean, I think everyone was. And for them to do that, that's a huge uh, gesture and speaks a lot of what the culture of the club is, too. And that's what a lot of people miss to see, right?
1: And the most important thing, uh, it was not an obligation. They did it from the heart. Hmm. And it's it's very big, very special.
0: And from all those um, eight years... What was the most special from, from, from
1: the beginning? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I know you've been through Christ's era with uh, inch, inch Ed, era, Adrian Edri- Heath. Adrian Heath
1: w- w- was the first, then Jason Christ, mm. then
0: uh, um, the
1: guy from Louisville, um, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, James O'Connor, James, James O'Connor. O'Connor, yeah,
1: yeah and and that beautiful era with Oscar Pare.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and a lot of people miss miss that with uh, with Oscar. I mean, the t- the times that I mean, there were I think every year as an Orlando City fan, you know, in the sport you you suffer, right? And and you know, if you don't suffer in soccer then, you know, it's it's you know, you have to suffer, you know, every team suffers. No team is always staying right in the top unless you're like Real Madrid yeah. or something like that, right? <laughs> but um, I, I do believe that I mean, it's been quite an improvement not only uh, coaching wise but front office wise as well, communications wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's night and day. And uh, I will say, from all those eight years, what's been the best game t- for you? Like, the golden, like, I mean, <laughs> that, that I mean, that it, it almost brought you to tears, maybe because I mean, in order to narrate a game, and that's why I tell people. Narrating a game, it's an art. It, it, in my opinion, it's, you 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 cannot. No, nobody. You can just read a book and just narrate. I, I mean, you got to be either a natural or you truly have to master narrating. Uh, it's not. It's not easy. So, mm-hmm. and you have to bring those emotions because the job of the narrator is to paint the picture that you cannot see. Right. Yeah. You, ha- you have to listen. Be- Right. Be the eyes
1: for the people exactly, that only.
0: Exactly. Listen, yeah. And so I've seen personally when I had to cover in South America or in Peru, um, uh, common narrators crying. I mean, you're talking about crying um, or very angry, very sternly. What was one of one game that truly like brought you? Like you're like, okay, this hit me. Like this is either for joy or or sadness. Um, I think there are
1: three. Two- uh, games that are very special to me. Three. The first one, the opening game uh, in March 2015. Uh, El tiro won, libre de caca. 1 1 tie versus New York City. Caca, the first goal of the history of Orlando. And 60,000 people in the yeah. stadium. What's a great atmosphere? Wow. was amazing. Um, then, the playoff game versus New York City in 2020, the most crazy yeah. shootout
0: ever. <laughs> I, I
1: ever in the soccer history for for many reasons. Galesa Senna yeah. He
0: the, was referee,
1: mad. The, the referee uh making the, the goalkeeper change what
0: belongs was to OBT, me. right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh that guy, that referee, don't have the count because Orlando uh, make the goal uh, by, or, or no, New York failed, the, the famous stop by uh, Roger legacy. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the referee end the game, and Orlando yeah. have another uh, penalty shootout. That was crazy. was crazy. Yeah,
0: that was crazy. I remember the running on the wall, Remember when they, the wall
1: yeah, was In one. the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was on the stand. Uh, yeah. We know, we, we no transmitimos el juego. Yeah. Uh, pero ese, ese, that game in the playoff of 2020 was very, very special. And the U.S. Open Cup final. The U.S. Yeah. Open Cup final uh, being the, the first title in yeah. the history for Orlando like a MLS team.
0: You wouldn't believe it, and a lot of people don't believe it. But I mean, to me personally, that speaks well. Like, I'm so happy that that group of players are in history now for Orlando City because I remember them in in 20, like two years before that. Like, there were some of them that were rumored to be out, you know, like Urso. People were complaining about how Urso is not performing well. And how Mauricio needs to go, you know, Mauricio, yeah. and and then and then now and then they're delivering the only trophy. I would say major trophy in the city of Orlando. That's what a lot of people don't, don't get, because there's the first major sport trophy in the city of Orlando. Because it's
1: true, Orlando never Eastern w- Conference w-
0: Finals. I don't count it. I don't know if you count it for Orlando Magic. No, no. I, I don't count it. I mean, it's not the it's the not, big a, one. Title. It's not yeah. a title. Yeah. So, uh, aside mm-hmm. of your um narrating and you know how- how this came about with apple plus you 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 started um you know how did this came about did they reach out did they they did they saw your work obviously your work is everywhere in the club um and then you know uh how yeah. did that came about because i mean personally when i heard it i'll be honest with you, I was so happy like i i actually <laughs> like i was like wow, this is fantastic because yeah, and, I, and I'm telling you guys, when you see people that you've seen like every every other day, you know, we'll, we'll be in commission together and and you know the type of per- person, Sergio, is like always very, you know, how, how you doing? You know, like uh, zero ego, like zero, super humble person. And then you see that type of person like get up there. Like that's, I mean, I love that. I don't know. But, Thank you. you know, tell us a little bit about um, how that came about
1: uh they saw my work uh, obviously uh it's a dream for me actually uh, uh uh i need to wake up every day and oh wow this is real <laughs> this is real i i i'm going to to work for for apple in, in the new season with uh it's a big step for my career uh a little bittersweet because uh I know more the Spanish voice of Orlando City. That, that's that's a fact right now, because I I I going to work for the entire league. Okay, uh, uh it would be weird for me because when Orlando start the game versus New York Red Bull, uh. I, I I will be in another stadium. <laughs> that's, wow.
0: that,
1: that's big for me. But it's a dream. It's, a, again, a big step for my career. Uh, be part of, of, of this uh, historic movement for the league. Uh, all games uh, in only one place. Uh, and be part of this is, is very big for me.
0: Yeah. well it's it's huge and uh, again uh, and i wanna commend the league too because it's night and day for me s b n and i say that we all do respect i mean mm-hmm. just to see the profiles of every team the the stuff that's gonna be uh um available for not only society twenty one members and season pass holders but just regular people like myself mm-hmm. you know um i mean the content is tremendous there. And I'm so happy for that. I'm so happy and so proud of you, Sergio, for for being part of that.
1: Orlando have a a great piece.
0: uh, Yeah, uh, with with Miguel.
1: With with Miguel Gallardo, the boys. If
0: he's watching, Miguel, un capo, hermano.
1: Very good, very good compact, around nine minutes of Orlando City history. It's a very good job from the team. And, And that's, it's a big difference because the ESPN content, uh was the espn content but now all uh communication departments all media of the of the teams are uh, are being part of this uh, that, that's the reason why uh, you have that piece with Miguel voice okay? uh, uh, and and this happened with every team in the league this is very big and it's just the beginning uh, more and more uh, content is coming through the platform of apple tv
0: that's that's great uh, you know I, I think it's a, it's a great move by not only the club but by, by the league because uh, now over a hundred countries like I could be overseas and I could see I cannot miss any game and I think uh, that's something that no one gives you that but We that have questions <laughs> yeah we have questions for the panel right here Jim D. Why are the Spanish-speaking announcers always more entertaining than the English speakers? Is it mostly <laughs> cultural? And thanks, and that is a very great question. I, I agree, I agree. But, but,
1: but the, the
0: answer is there.
1: Uh, it's much cultural. I, I yeah
0: think.
1: yeah. Uh, we we do this maybe with more passion. Uh, I think passion is the first thing that comes to my mind when I in front of the I stay in front of the, of the microphone. Uh but they can do the same. I don't know why, <laughs> but but it's the same. You can say oh great shot by Facundo. Oh! Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's...
1: <laughs> I don't know why. Why
0: it's... are you yelling? They're gonna be like, Why are you yelling? Why are you yelling <laughs> about like my wife? <laughs> well, yeah. No, I think it's just emotion, right? I think it's yeah. it's just uh the way we are. I mean it's for us it's I mean at least for where I come from, it's a religion, like you know it's I mean and that's what I'm saying you know you gotta the emotions I know, I, I, I you, have to be, you have to narrate emotions right
1: yeah, I know a partner in fox deportes john Laguna
0: uh-huh
1: he he don't screen the goal in spanish,
0: uh, wow
1: but, <laughs> but it's emotional uh, John always said uh. Um, in in Premier League, el Manchester attack, el Manchester, and that's it. And and <laughs> you can hear the the crowd. Ah! hermoso uno a cero. Uh-huh. In
0: Spanish. Wow! So it's like yeah. the British style kind of in a way, but in Spanish style.
1: Okay, for me, the the goal is the the most exciting moment of the soccer game. Uh, I always screen the goal. Always. Always. It doesn't matter if if the goal is the the other team. Obviously, the Orlando City's goal, for example, is the most big goal! But if the other team scores, I I have respect for everybody listening to my broadcast and I, I have to Make
0: the goal of the other team. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. We're gonna be, and he scored, right? Uh, so touching back to Orlando City and uh, what's coming for for the Lions this this upcoming season. What are your expectations? I mean, I know that we have a lot of people that are healthy, like uh, Gaston Jimenez. That uh, we also also have Angulo back. I think he was a surprise last season. We have now uh, Maguire, Duncan Maguire scoring goals in preseason two. We have a uh, team Chojeda, right? Facundo Torres. Um, what are some of the expectations you have for this team and how the front office has definitely stepped up to the plate?
1: I think Orlando is the way to have a great season. Uh, Orlando had a great transfer window uh adding more talent young talent to the team uh Ojeda, uh Ramiro Enrique uh, Gaston is a a, a a new a new sign <laughs> Gaston uh, it's uh, it's new for the team don't play any any yeah. games the, the, the last year but I think Orlando have a rating especially in the offensive uh, with Facundo, I think this will be a, a better year for Erchan Cara.
0: Hopefully, we don't
1: we don't saw the, the best from from Erchan, and um, it's important to Orlando. Uh, the continuity of Galese, or Mauricio Pereira, uh, Johnson, Antonio Carlos, that's the base. But uh, adding. These talent people, like I think Orlando, I think Orlando is in the way to to have a great season. Uh, I think Orlando is the time to to be a main character of the league. Yeah. Okay. Orlando. Okay. Uh, the first goal three years ago was make the playoff. Now we need Orlando with this squad. Uh, I think fighting for win the The MLS Cup or the conference at least okay get get the final but it's time it's time
0: yeah I think it's I think it's time I think the city deserves it I mean the support is uh, not just for Orlando City Orlando Pride also I mean the devoted supporters uh, I, I believe that it's time to and it's a way to definitely tell people from the other Teams around the city, yo, w- wake up! Like this is soccer; it's taking over. And if you are gonna not put up a better product, then we're gonna take over the city, right? The sport is gonna take over the city. I mean, Orlando Magic; it's been in rebuild for the last twenty years, <laughs> so, um and Orlando City's been growing and growing and growing now with new ownership, even better, right? I mean, you could see the difference. um I'm, I'm hopefully. You know what you believe is true. I, I would like to see Orlando to make playoffs comfortably, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, because I think we, I think, like you said, the, the, we have the the first, team. the
1: first little little goal to make right. playoff smooth.
0: smoothly. Now, um, you know, when it comes to Copa America, you no, know, Copa America's been announced. It's going to be in the United States uh, in 2024 uh, with a mixture of and CONCACAF teams um what are your expectations you know uh you from being from Venezuela and you've seen also the growth um that this league has had and 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 the country has had uh, the United States and Canada as well in the World Cup and things like that uh what are your expectations regarding that you know those duels are going to have we're going to see a change of uh you know, a change of uh, a new, you know, a new king will be crowned. You know, maybe I don't know, mm-hmm. a CONCACAF mm-hmm. team maybe getting into the final of Copa America.
1: I think this is the perfect model for the Copa America. We need CONCACAF team playing in the Copa America because it's the Copa America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, in, in the F- Euro Euro Copa, for example, the whole Europe plays.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we need the CONCACAF team for elevate the level of the Copa America, and to elevate the level of the Concacaf team too, because it's not the same for right. Mexico, Canada, United States, with respect. But uh, playing games against uh, other countries that against Argentina, Brazil, Uruguay, Colombia, Chile, Peru, that's the way to. Uh, to elevate the noodle. Yeah. Venezuela is complicated because we have a good process with uh, Jose Peckerman in front. Peckerman great
0: coach.
1: Colombia to the the, the World Cup.
0: Fantastic coach.
1: Win the under 20 World Cup with Argentina in the past. He's a great coach to reach the goal to stay in, in the World Cup. But the problem, I commented a few minutes ago, uh, if you don't have a, a solid uh, domestic league, it's very difficult to have a great uh, national team. We have players. Uh, you mentioned uh, Darwin Matisse in We have Salomón Rondon now with River play uh, here in the MLS. Jefferson uh, Soteldo. Soteldo is in Brazil. Uh, here in the MLS, Grupo Martinez with Philadelphia, okay. uh, Savarino with uh, Real Salt Lake, uh, we have uh, talented players, but the problem is the domestic league. And it's very complicated for, for Venezuela. I, I wish, uh, hopefully, with Beckerman, we can reach the World Cup for first time in the history. Uh, it's the great moment because the World Cup on 2020 seats have a lot of... Of,
0: of options.
1: Of options, yeah. I think now six, six from the world. Six.
0: six plus a playoff. Oh, wow. So it's like, yeah. So... It's a
1: great opportunity.
0: I tell for I Venezuela, tell, for Bolivia, for everybody. Peru, <laughs> yeah, look, I tell, and I'm telling you, and if they're watching too, people from La Del Food and also people from Peru, Peru, after the, it was a botch. I mean, they they messed up. I mean, and I, I would say wholeheartedly, they they messed up against Australia. And uh, they kill the, the, the i say, the illusion and, and, and the hope of 33 million Peruvians. You know, um, they need this, this 2026 World Cup, go to the World Cup without a playoff. They need to go directly. They need to go without, without, without the playoff.
1: It's amazing. You must to have a very bad tournament to be out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Seven and, of things. Yeah, and unfortunately, Sergio, right now, not just it's like Venezuela. Right now, the Peruvian league should have started about two weeks ago, and there is a whole issue with the TV rights. And right now, seven teams are in; uh, they don't want to play. And wow. uh, even Alianza Lima, which is my team, has mm-hmm. uh, lost uh, by by walkover. They've lost by walkover uh, for as a protest because wow. of the TV rights. And and um,
1: that's a problem. <laughs> it, that
0: is a huge problem because yeah. n- the league doesn't start, and then you have the the you know the the friendlies, international friendlies, and then you have you know uh,
1: the, the Copa, Libertadores Copa Libertadores is right, is
0: right here, yeah. yeah. And like, how, how are the teams going to play with no with no with no uh, you know they haven't really played anyone anyone in months. So, anyways, um, the, your thoughts on the twenty twenty six World Cup. Uh, in the United States as well, like like I was saying, do you think uh, I think you answered this already about Venezuela that that you hope that they make it for the mm-hmm. first time in their in their history, and I, and I believe they they can. Yeah, they have uh, good players. Now, when it comes to Team USA, and after you saw what happened in um, this year at the World Cup, uh, well, last year at the World Cup, w- what are your expectations with with Team USA for twenty
1: twenty six? Well. Uh... First, uh, it's an advantage no, not to play the the previous tournament for, for because the United States is a home team and is guaranteed to the, the presence in the World Cup. Uh, first, we need to solve the situation about the head coach. <laughs> it's the first step, I think. Uh, we need... Uh, I don't know if harder is, is going to to keep the the position or uh, every, uh, somebody is coming to to be the new head coach. But I think the United States have a very good generation of players. Uh, many many players uh, right now in Europe in, in, in a great level. Uh, I think the United States is uh, the main goal for twenty twenty six will
0: be uh, stay in the quarterfinals. Right. Yeah, I I also I also believe the same thing. I think uh, quarterfinals, and people people in South America don't believe me. They they actually they tell me you're crazy. I'm in the United States in in quarterfinals. It's like yeah you just got to get a good coach and they got to get a good coach. And someone that's used to managing the, the locker room and you got to bring the right people. I think Daryl Dike, his injury, the national team suffered him tremendously because he would have killed it in that tournament. Yeah. I think that was the missing puzzle piece in the puzzle, uh, with a team way on the right, you know, and, uh, Aaron mm-hmm. in the, middle, like he would have been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but you know, wish him the best. Um, uh, we, we're going to read some comments before we go. Uh, Apopka Mango says, es "Que chevere el show." Muchísimas gracias, a Hola, Thank you muchachos. so much.
1: Thank you, everybody. Sorry for my English, but no,
0: no, great this, English.
1: this this is an excellent way to practice. muy bueno, muy, <laughs>
0: muy, 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 muy bueno el inglés. I want to thank uh, Sergio for for being with us today. Uh, stick around because at 8:30 uh, 3 hours uh, LPO will be live um, drop us a comment uh, share this video with everyone if you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts subscribe to all our uh, social media outlets uh, also Sergio's um, um, you know Instagram and it's going to be also on the description of the of of the show so uh, make sure that you subscribe to, to his Instagram and his social media accounts as well on Twitter. Uh, Sergio, anything else you want to add uh, before we go?
1: Well, thank you so much. Uh, it was a pleasure for me being here with you. Uh, and to Orlando City fans, believe this year will be a great year for Orlando. I, I think so. uh, believe in Oscar and in the world of everybody in the staff because i think this would be a great year for them
0: well sergio thank you so much for being here a part of Latin and proud orlando this has been lpo talks uh, there's going to be more guests coming soon thank you so much for your time and vamos orlando we'll see you in a few hours thank you so much guys take care and on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and ¡Vamos, Orlando!